Welcome to Sunrise, your weekday podcast bringing you a fresh squeeze into Florida's news, politics, and culture. I'm your host, Tremel Gomes, reporting from the Florida Capitol as the governor's legislative priorities for this special session advances. You know, it's not me as governor don't dictate to the legislature. I can say, here's what I'd like to see. I'll work with them. I can apply pressure when need be. But for the most part, Republican leaders are in tune with the governor's marching orders. Whether or not someone is vaccinated should not prevent them from working and providing for their family. This bill helps Florida return to normal. But when it comes to ditching federal worker safety standards, Republican Senator Jeff Brandis says Florida's business community has not signaled support for pulling out of OSHA. I think it's really interesting that the Chamber of Commerce didn't stand up here, that AIF hasn't stood up here. And it's official. Sheila Sherfalis McCormick is the winner in a special Democratic primary for a South Florida congressional seat. She triumphed over three legislators who resigned to run. It's overwhelming to be supported to this extent when we beat out so many elected officials and we're happy to bring a fresh voice into Congress. We've got all that, including other top stories trending around the state and capital. Plus, we have your calendar of political events and so much more. But first, a word from our sponsor. You're listening to the Sunrise Podcast from Florida Politics. The following is a paid political advertisement paid for by Florida Education Champions. Everyone loves a win-win, and if you're a fan of sports betting, you can win-win too. Billions of dollars for education, legal sports betting for you. We're Florida education champions and our petition brings competition and choice to legal sports betting in Florida and gives all the tax revenue to public education. That's a win for you and our kids. Be a champion today. Learn more and request your petition at floridaeducationchampions.com. And now the top stories on Sunrise for Wednesday, November 17th. Today is National Butter Day, and apparently the average American eats 6.3 pounds or about 25 sticks of butter each year. It's also National Homemade Bread Day. What a coincidence. On this day in 1871, the National Rifle Association was granted a charter by the New York State. The NRA's initial goal was to promote and encourage rifle shooting on a scientific basis, and it later became a leading advocate of gun rights. But today, the organization is in disarray. And in 1973, President Richard Nixon held a press conference in which he declared, I am not a crook, during the Watergate scandal. Governor Ron DeSantis was far away from the Capitol on Tuesday, all the way down in Naples, to announce a proposal to spend $1.5 billion for Everglades restoration, coastal resiliency efforts, and other environmental projects. We'll hear more on that announcement later in this program, but I wanted to note that the governor appeared confident that lawmakers will carry out his wishes all the way up here in Tallahassee. Don't necessarily micromanage, you know, every little thing, um, you know, that happens or follow every committee hearing or, or whatnot. I don't think that that's that's necessarily effective. So my goal, bottom line on this special session is, no Floridian should be losing their job over COVID shots. Okay, that's a personal decision that people should be able to make. Uh, and that's what we will do. Let's track down some of the highlights here at the Capitol. The governor called on lawmakers to pass at least four bills to stop private employers from requiring workers to get a vaccine. All four of those bills advance through their committees, mostly along party lines, and will be up for floor votes today. Republican Senator Danny Burgess sponsors Senate Bill 2B. Whether or not someone is vaccinated should not prevent them from working and providing for their family. 
This bill helps Florida return to normal. We trusted essential workers to protect us during the lockdowns. These workers went to their essential jobs when there were no vaccines. We should trust them to make their own health care decisions. However, Democratic Senator Audrey Gibson disagreed. She sees the mandates as key steps to ensure safety for all. Nobody knows what the health condition of the person sitting next to them is or the person working next to them is. The bill passed. On the issue of pulling out of the Federal Workplace Safety Agency, OSHA, in order for Florida to create its own, Republicans like Senator Travis Hudson think that's a great idea to give the state more control. We could also go uh, stronger than OSHA in some of our stuff to uh, protect our employees uh, as it relates to different fields such as tourism, construction, you name it. So we've got a lot more flexibility local control, and the regulatory side of things. But Democrats made note that a new Florida agency to take over all of the duties from OSHA would still have to get federal approval. Republican Senator Jeff Brandis also highlighted that Florida's business community has not shared their support. I think it's really interesting that the Chamber of Commerce didn't stand up here, that AIF hasn't stood up here, that any of the other tourism or agriculture industry uh, leaders have not stood up here and said, yes, this is a great idea, let's pull out. Despite pushback, mostly from Democrats, the measure advanced. Republican Senator Aaron Bean is leading a charge to strip Florida's Surgeon General from having the power to force people to be vaccinated. That power was granted during a similar special session following the attacks on 9-11. Bean highlights parts of the current statute that he wants to see changed. But let me tell you some scary words that scare me at least, by all means necessary. That's what we give the Surgeon General should he or she wish to force vaccinations upon uh, an unwilling public. By all means necessary. Yes, that means law enforcement. Yes, that means uh, all the power that law enforcement can muster. So that's what's out there. It is out there. I want to fix it, and I want you to join me in fixing it so we can remove, uh, this is a problem, it's a thorn, let's, let's remove it right now. Democratic Senator Jason Pizzo argued most of the bills being heard during this special session are about hypothetical situations and raised a question to Bean. Just to be clear, I guess my question is, even though uh, we've now gone through like 20 straight months of a pandemic and... I think we heard from the previous Surgeon General maybe three times publicly, even though he's the supreme physician or general over these issues for 21,800,000 people. We, we've never actually seen an abuse of this power, have we? Uh, no. Thank you. The bill advanced. Here's your calendar of events. The House is scheduled to hold a floor session as part of the special legislative session aimed at pushing back against COVID-19 vaccination and mask mandates, beginning bright and early at 8 this morning. The Senate Select Subcommittee on Legislative Reapportionment will hold a workshop about proposed Senate maps at 10. The Senate will hold its floor session on the package of bills against COVID-19 vaccination and mask mandates at 2. Beyond the Capitol, the Florida Defense Alliance will meet in Orange County beginning at 8.30 this morning. The Continuing Care Advisory Council is scheduled to meet to discuss issues in the continuing care industry. 
That's also at 8.30. The Florida Commission on Offender Review will meet in Tallahassee at 9. The Commission on Mental Health and Substance Abuse will meet at the same time. The Florida Department of Environmental Protection and the Florida Recycling Partnership Foundation will hold a media event to present awards during Florida Recycles Week. That's at 11 on the fourth floor of the Capitol. The Florida Department of Agriculture and Consumer Services Medical Cannabis Advisory Committee will meet at 3.30. And the Florida Supreme Court will hold an investiture ceremony for Justice Jamie Grossons, who was appointed to the court last year. That's at 4 at the Florida Supreme Court. A qualifying period will end for candidates running in special elections in Senate District 33, House District 88, and House District 94. The special elections were called because Senator Perry Thurston, Representative Omari Hardy, and Representative Bobby DuBose, all Democrats, ran for a South Florida congressional seat. The special primary elections will be held January 11th, while the special general election will be held March 8th. Now about that hotly contested Democratic primary, just five votes made the difference for a healthcare executive to win the Democratic nomination to replace the late U.S. Representative Alcee Hastings. Sheila Sherfulis McCormick received 11,662 votes compared with 11,657 for Dale Holness, according to the certification, which came two weeks after the special election primary. Here is McCormick talking about her win. I'm extremely happy to even have won the vote. Our numbers in Palm Beach County were overwhelming, and we actually performed very well in Broward County also. And that's how we got to this place right here. Although it was a close election, um, we're still willing and happy to serve everyone. I ran for this seat because I knew that the people needed a voice and a strong voice at that. And so it's overwhelming to be supported to this extent when we beat out so many elected officials. And we're happy to bring a fresh voice into Congress and to fight for the district's needs. The 39-year-old loaned her campaign more than $3.7 million and far outspent the other nine Democrats in the race. She has spent more than a decade as a CEO of Trinity Healthcare Services, which provides in-home care. She is a married mother of two. And back to Governor DeSantis, who held two separate news conferences in South Florida, one in Naples and the other in Miami on Tuesday, proposing $1.5 billion in spending for the Everglades. Uh, I'm happy to be able to say in our budget recommendations, uh, we will have more than $960 million uh, for Everglades and, and water quality funding, which is far more than anyone thought we could do. The governor has until December 12th to announce his state spending plan and has previously outlined a proposal to increase teacher wages and give educators bonuses. Yes, we have special session going on. I also have a budget due, so we're working on the budget. Yes, we've done education. We've done environment. We have great announcements for military and veterans. we got announcements for, for law enforcement and public safety that's very important. So transportation and infrastructure. There's a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, that we're working on. Finally, as you jumpstart your day, thanks for tuning in for today's Sunrise. I'm Tremel Gomes, inviting you to join us again tomorrow for a fresh squeeze into Florida's news, politics, and culture.